Welcome to Guilty Treasures, a podcast about everything you ever loved and were afraid to talk about. I'm your host, Ann Kern. And I'm also your host, Emily Cardamus. And this week we have on a dear friend of mine, Onsta, who's a freelance artist and also just like an incredible human being. Uh, and I could sing her praises till the end of time. But she brought on a really, I think a topic that we're both, I think a lot of people are, would be familiar with, but I think especially for both of us, it's been very critical to a lot of the things that we've done and a lot of the things that are important to us, which is kind of this like concept of being a part of a community and creating for a community and a fan space and you know the how that all kind of builds together yeah i mean i think it's a it's a difficult thing to define which we have already talked about we're gonna have trouble titling this one but i think that a lot of people understand the concept of being in a community around somebody some other creator usually or sometimes a specific creation of that creator but it it's it's a different position to be in slightly when you are a creator yourself even if you think you're the most amateur person on the planet if you're creating some kind of content that's related to this thing that everyone else is a fan of, I think it alters your experience. But ultimately, I think it's a really powerful force in people's lives to be in that place. You know, we we talk a lot about it during the episode, but it's funny as the editor for the show, it's weird that I sometimes get to, I get to be a part of the conversation and then I get to hear the conversation again (laughs) as I edit it. And as I was listening to it, some of the things we talked about kind of really gave me perspective on my own relationship with uh, the things that I love and, and what I love to do, which is creating for communities and, and for myself and how we use that to, in some ways, get over our own imposter syndrome or whatever you want to call it, whether it's like you're doing too much or like you're taking up too much space or, or all of those fallacies that we kind of hold in our heads. And for full disclosure, we're recording this right on the cusp of you're vending at a convention. I'm just being at a convention. But those are things that kind of bring a lot of anxiety about existing in in a creator space. It was a good reminder that, like, this is sometimes a more universal experience than it feels like it is because it can feel like a very solitary experience. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, it's a lot of very complicated, overlapping, maybe concentric circles, I think, of why you create art and why other people create art and why you love what you do and, and love what they do. And that can be pretty fraught, kind of scary waters to be on sometimes. And it's good to know that it's it's not just you. So yeah, I mean, I think it was a really good conversation about finding your place and also finding the right place for you, if that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I kind of want to mention, as I am in a closet at C282 at the moment, my grand tour of, of convention hotel closets doing podcasting <laughs> continues, uh, that uh, C282 last year is um, where we, where I personally at least met uh, the the cast of Hello from the Magic Tavern for the first time. And um, I didn't meet them. I was a ghost. I also were- met them. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you speak for yourself instead of That's speaking fair. for you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, in terms of coming into something from a fandom space and winding up somewhere different and more complicated, complicated in a good way. Now, some of them have been on this show, in fact, uh, which is not something that if you told me that last year, I would have been like, well, that's definitely never going to happen. And I did have the concept for the show at that point. So things are a long, a long road that you don't really know where it's going. Yeah, it's it's I was having the same kind of thought process of thinking about everything that, you know, we've done and and other uh, other 
projects that have happened since last C2E2. Not to sound like a broken record to all the things that you've already said, but it, it, it's something that could have never have been imagined. But also it's it's weird to, it's weird and good. Like, yeah. like I don't want weird to be a negative thing, but to be a fan of something and create as a fan of something and then move into a space where you are also just on your own a creator it's wild i mean i'm sure and i'm sure everyone has that about someone in their field or or whatever like everyone has someone who they're like very surprised to be in the same room with i guess i don't know i don't know the best way to put it but uh yeah yeah i mean (laughs) we also we we have a strong community i think that was in many ways tangential to that fandom that is part of the fandom but is also not of of people who Mm -hmm. are peers in a more traditional sense like other creators (laughs) and uh, other fans and people who are just sort of people who are fans of a thing um, which is also fine you don't have to contribute to contribute which I think is something that in the course of this conversation we did not really get into but it is also very important like everybody has something to add to the community and the more that you think about that the better it is for everybody yeah it's you don't it doesn't have to be like in the physical sense yeah. of like you're making tangential work or you're making art or you're making or you're writing something it's it's even just existing and even if you're just taking part of what is going on hell even if you're just there yeah like, that's you just that's just showing up enough. showing up is enough yeah because i think everybody the the other fans other artists in the in the fan community the creators i think everybody feeds off of that enthusiasm and magnifies it and you build something that's larger than the sum of its parts and sometimes you give a podcaster you really respect a vial of fake sperm at a convention the first time you meet him and he still agrees to be on your podcast. Well, with that, I think we should move into the yeah. conversation proper. But you can just like introduce yourself, talk a little bit about what you do, and then like introduce your topic. And then at the end, you'll have time to like plug social media mm-hmm. and like whatever else you want to like, you know, promote or anything. Mm-hmm. But like you don't have to do that right up top. So, okay, that sounds good. I, I never know what to promote because it's just largely what I draw is either shit posts or like YouTube <laughs> boys. <laughs> so it's just like it's an important uh, brand it's a very important brand oh god i have archives i have archives emily oh my god. there's like garfield in here there's ernest in here and there's steve urkel in here <laughs> that's such you know what you constantly just like you're you have raw power on stuff, <laughs> like and it's terrifying in the best way i feel like i'm the harbinger of chaos and i just have to like sometimes like mostly I kind of level myself out, but then mm-hmm. there's times where I'll get like a spark up my ass and be like, hey, what would happen if the Try Guys <laughs> hung out with Garfield? <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself anymore. <laughs> well, I'm glad at least that what you're doing right now is talking to us for for the podcast. So thank yeah. you for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. If you want to introduce yourself, talk a little bit about what you do, though I'm definitely leaving that first part in. So oh, God know damn it. <laughs> Uh, and and then uh, introduce what you brought to talk about today. All right. Uh, well, my name is Ansa. I am a freelance artist and illustrator and general ghoul of the internet. 
And today I would like to talk about the importance of community and like making things that not only make you happy, but make others happy. And just that kind of kindness and just heart that's very unique to that sort of thing. I'm sorry, it's hard to put into words. <laughs> no, it's good though. I mean, like when when you, we've had like kind of vague concepts on the show before mm-hmm. and this is definitely like falls i feel like in that category I, I think it's a very relatable topic yeah i would i would hope that that pretty much everybody has been in a community at some point unless for some reason they just absolutely don't want that ever but i think most of us have yeah and i know i've said this plenty of times before to you emily in passing conversations but i often think about your words about that feeling and that community and like firewood gave me a bunch <laughs> of feelings and i feel like that just encompasses it perfectly even though like you can be into like various different like things and different sort of like areas of the internet but that feeling is just so perfectly captured there that I'm just like that is it that's exactly it I'm sorry I'm very like I don't take compliments well I'm sorry I'm very quietly like oh god I'm sorry like I I feel you though because I'm also very when someone compliments me I'm just like but I'm three dogs stacked up in the trench coat I don't know how to take it I'm wondering like I'm trying to think of like a good way sorry I'm like stumbling here because it's such a not such a broad concept but it's such a concept that I think applies to so many different things but um so maybe the best way the best way to start is like what is the maybe first experience that you can relate to of like you creating for a community that is was important to you oh boy this is going to go pretty far back a bit um I feel like for a long time like on the net even though I would pass through like sort of community spaces i wouldn't necessarily create so much for them other than like you know sort of like a passing interest i feel like my first big experience that like i feel like still sticks with me a lot is uh when i started getting into game grumps and drawing a bunch of game grumps and we actually met through that too which is like really Mm -hmm. great and it was gosh i remember getting into them around i think it was late 2014 and they're a let's play channel where they play and riff off of various forms of games and i actually got to meet them at magfest that year and gosh the trip was just like so cobbled together that i almost didn't make it but i just remember like oh my god there's these people that like i watch on the internet and i really enjoy like their stuff and they're going to be actually like location wise like close to me i ought to like make something to give to them to at least show some kind of appreciation and so like i cobbled together like money to go to magfest for one day made the drive made a poster specifically for that and uh waited in line for i think like around like four hours wow yeah it was a long line it was a really long line i actually i wanted to go to the panel too that was like scheduled right before the signing but i didn't make it because waiting in line (laughs) but i talked to other fans even just waiting in line like was a really fun experience just like talking about something in common that you all have and that like you love like you're bonded over these two screaming boys on a couch (laughs) and it's just like that's not something that you would like particularly anticipate you know to happen and yet four hours just like flew by and i found myself right at the front of the game grumps line they're all extremely kind and like i brought the posters to like both give to them and also have one to sign and it was just so wonderful like that interaction made all of it worth it in an instant like all of the stress and all the anxiety just like Mm -hmm. getting to that point and i walked away from that experience it was like 11 p.m at night 
quite just like, wow, I really went and did all that. And I really got to tell them how much I appreciate like their work and all the times that their little lapses into silliness got me through some pretty rough times, even though it's only been such a short time. And I just like felt so inspired and just like so whole from it. It was just like a rare moment of kindness that was just like holding in my hands that like I felt inspired to draw more and then when i got home uh i was like i feel like i have to thank them for this experience and so i drew more and i guess i tagged them in it and that kind of took off unexpectedly and i was like oh god oh no <laughs> like i made this to thank you and i'm very glad that like you see this and you feel these things but also i didn't anticipate getting this far yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh from that it kind of became a cycle of just like you know enjoying their content and feeling this gratitude and feeling that i had to do something with this gratitude and like since i'm an artist and it's art is something that i can i view it more like something i can make with my own hands rather than like oh i'm an artist i can you know do all sorts of things it feels more like a i use my own hands to give this sort of vestibule of gratitude that i feel <laughs> and like through it not only did i get to thank these people whose work would like inspire me and like uplift me from day to day but i met others who felt the same just like in line and there were so many wonderful people that were on the same path that i was and it was just a very warm and wonderful experience and before I knew it, it's like, hey, you drew 11 big old gallery pages of Game Grumps fan art. <laughs> it's like, hey, what's, how's your day? And it's just like, <laughs> it gets, it gets out there real quick. But yeah, like, it's completely wild, I feel. Because it's like, like you were saying, like, it's hard to put it into words. There's so many people that know exactly what that feeling is when it comes to fandom and community and creators work on the internet who even the smallest thing can like help like a really cruddy day turn right around and be something magical I guess like there's a magic in it that's so I would say like it's not talked about but I think it's not talked about because it's hard to put into words <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like it's like this magical beast that comes to bless you but you don't know its name <laughs> <laughs> yeah no because I mean like as you're as you're saying like describing all that I'm I was just kind of of, like vigorously shaking my head because it's like I know exactly the feeling you're talking about and yeah. it's that thing of like you feel like you've been given a gift from another creator's content like sparking joy and it's like well mm -hmm. I want to I need to do something with this yeah. because like I need to I guess pay it forward but like I have to do something with this in some way or else it's gonna feel like it's been like squandered like in, in, like a little bit and then that can spark other things and it, it's this weird mm -hmm. snowball that happens yeah there are no there are really aren't good words but i i personally am like yeah exactly i know yeah. exactly what you're saying yeah. um and nodding is bad audio yeah. like, so. I, as you speak i am nodding it feels like this kind of like bond that you forge when you're someone on the internet that's consuming this content by whoever it may be and the content uplifts you it inspires you it kind of like carries you on to your next day when the world around you there's like a million chaos fires going on the energy that it gives you feels like it feels like two raw kamehamehas in your hand <laughs> and you have to do something with it or it's just like you don't want to just let it die and also if you mm -hmm. hold on to it it just vibrates in you like your fingers itch like you have to 
make something. And it's like, I feel like from an outside perspective, it could be mistaken as, oh, you just want to draw a bunch for them, like for maybe like a superficial reason. But it's like, no, I have to thank these people. It's like, I have to put this Kamehameha energy out there and thank these people. I need to flavor blast my idols. <laughs> it leads you some really unexpected places, which are truly just like one of a kind. Places that if you tried to tell someone about them, they would totally not believe you whatsoever. It's wild. So, I mean, you're talking about fan art in the context of taking something that's potentially kind of ephemeral of getting this positive energy from something and wanting to participate in it in like a concrete way, you know, not just sort of to give back, but even for yourself. Can you talk about beyond, say, I mean, I don't know if you're getting like favorites from the Game Grumps or something. I'm not in their community, so I don't know much about them or if it's just sort of community feedback. But can you talk about some places that that experience has gone that were not what you expected, that were not as straightforward as people saying, hey, that's cool? Well, for one, I'd say like all of the friendships I've made from like Game Grumps and like otherwise, like from that is just I never expected expected that because in a very limited lens it's kind of just like well my vision is i want to make thing make thing and then like it feels like your vision kind of just like fans out you find yourself forging these new friendships and like even say going to conventions to meet up with these friends you've made and you go on even more wonderful magical adventures from that i feel like i've made so many friends that way and it's incredible it's so wild but I feel like it also, uh, something I didn't expect was kind of discovering a sense of self, I guess. I feel like beginning with this, like my first big foray into it, I feel like I was a different person. Like not necessarily in a bad way, but just kind of as a person that had like a bit more of a, was a bit more reserved and had a bit more of like a limited scope in that I didn't know myself very well. And I also just didn't reach out to people as much. And I feel like being in these very vibrant communities and just like getting to know these wonderful people whose work I enjoy like not just Game Grumps but like the McElroys and like most recently like I've been on a superb Try Guys kick they're wonderful mm -hmm. boys <laughs> it's just kind of you find out things about yourself these different views and just like reminders to just be like a good human or just all of these like little practices and like little things that kind of like beef up your core if that makes any sense like mm -hmm. your your soul meat it beefs up <laughs> your soul meat and it's just you find yourself standing more steadily on two feet than you ever have before for example i went through like some rough patches i guess in the past year or so where i like kind of leaned out of more fandom and community drawn spaces because i just felt very i think it got to a point where i felt very lost and very kind of like torn up about my art and i didn't really share that very much but i just was kind of i kind of just shrunk back in my shell again and um this past august i was at a convention it was Otakon to be exact and it was particularly super slow i remember just like checking youtube casually and being like who are these boys that are like eating a sandwich and reading fan fiction and it was the try guys <laughs> and they were reading fan fiction about themselves and eating sandwiches like subway sandwiches to um accentuate the fan fiction oh <laughs> yeah interesting choice <laughs> it was a choice i was like well this convention is super slow uh i might as well kick it and like put this on the background and wait for sales and stuff like that and so i did and in the next 10 to 15 minutes i was dying 
on the floor and just <laughs> it was like a such a wonderful feeling because not only was the video very funny but you could tell that like the people in it the try guys were just like very warm and very kind and just like they had a good sense of being i remember turning to my friend who was my table mate at this convention and i looked at her and i was like you know uh steph i feel like i want to go home from this 12-hour convention and just draw a bunch of try guys and like watch a bunch of try guys and i don't know <laughs> if i should because it's been a while since i got on this horse like should i do this and she was like you should do it enable yourself after that convention i watched a bunch and i drew a bunch of these wonderful little gremlin boys <laughs> soon i found myself in the try guys community full of very wonderful very sweet very all-inclusive people and it's been a very lovely time i guess that's another example of just kind of like being in a rough and sort of unfamiliar spot and then there's a spotlight that shines down of like this ephemeral light and it's four gremlin boys eating a sandwich <laughs> so and that's i guess that can count as like an unexpected foray because it's kind of just like the past few months of like being involved in the community has just been incredibly uplifting and warm and wonderful and it feels like there's been a change of self that's gone around with that that's kind of like if my sense of self and kind of just like personal feelings was like a very ragged torn up rock it's kind of like helped smooth it out into like a more at ease more sort of rounded circle where like even though there can be rough days and like days where i'm like I don't really feel like a great human right now. It might be like a video or it might be some kind words from those gremlin boys eating a sandwich. And I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I'm doing all right. Like maybe things will be all right. I feel like without context, those kinds of things can be sort of taken for granted. Like you don't realize the weight of like even those little things, like how much they can mean to you or like how much they can like help you coast through to the next day until it's actually there and you're there and it's like holy shit it's wonderful and these people around me that are helping me like even just like chatting with me on the casual or just like we're all just like losing our minds at whatever these four nasty boys did even that like it's just it has like the weight of like a thousand what's god what's a good weight i can't say a thousand feathers <laughs> i almost went to the riddle i almost went to the riddle but it has it has an insurmountable weight and it's just incredible and emily you know why i almost went to the riddle <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm sorry I got a little winded on that one. No, no, it's okay. I was actually going to ask. So like this phenomenon that you described earlier with like talking to people in line in the community, do you feel like that has translated to an online space in the same way? Oh, for sure. Like even when it's non-conventional on like sort of community because like i mean back in the day like people would have like forums and stuff like that which is now translated to can be discord chats or it can be even just like on instagram i definitely feel like having the community itself is a 
tangible space, even though it can be non-conventional at times, like in terms of like writing it down on paper. Everyone's coming from their own story. Like everyone has their own path and you're all converging in the middle. And even though like everyone's different, we're all brought together by sometimes it's a sole interest, sometimes it's multiple interests. And it's just like, even when we're not talking about the topic at hand, we could just be talking about anything. It feels really nice. Sometimes you don't even have to talk at all, but just like having the space before you, having like these people that you've met thanks to what your interests are at the time. It feels like you have your own sort of online home, if that makes any sense. Like you have your own hole, your own Junji Ito hole. <laughs> it's like this hole was made for me. Even though it's not a physical home, it feels very much like one. I feel like it's just as important and can be like even more important than like the topic itself like whatever it's the community has like surrounded itself with like yeah. i've met so many wonderful and lovely people through different interests that i've like drawn fan art for and such that are like invaluable i wouldn't trade meeting these people for anything in the world being able to talk to everyone that i've met as i'm able to every day is just really nice and really really heartwarming and just being able to like celebrate things together and enjoy the things that we enjoy be a shoulder for each other when we need it even when we're just like yelling and being like rowdy cowboys and ghouls on the <laughs> internet <laughs> It's really great. I feel like we really need that with how much of a hellscape the world has been, especially lately. It's just like nice to have like a place that you can just like tuck your head into, like poke your head in and be like, hey y'all, what's up? It's me, your boy. What are we doing tonight? <laughs> even if you're like witnessing conversation happen, or even if you're just like, just being around these wonderful people. And I sincerely believe that like for like creators at least they largely influence their own audience and like what their audiences are like i've noticed that like the try guys themselves are like very all-inclusive and very kind and very warm they're very well spoken on on issues that make our world a very bad place they have very good words about it they're very good humans that's a good way to sum it up and in turn the community that's built up around them are all subsequently wonderful humans and it's just having a community of just like wonderful humans to be around is puts you in a really good headspace and just kind of as just as much as like the creators do makes the day-to-day -day a bit easier yeah i mean I, I i really like the idea i mean horror manga analogy aside i like i like the idea of fandom communities as this point of convergence for people who would otherwise be on probably really different life paths i mean in some circumstances maybe not so much you know i think if you'd met in line at a safeway or something you might still have been friends but in some cases you would never have crossed paths with those people i'm curious about sort of an offshoot to that that you said that you have left some communities and you know i i personally take my own responsibility for that like i i think that um you know large communities especially can become overwhelming and it has to do with you more than it does with the community usually but i'm i'm curious about that phase of moving on from a community like being between sort of spotlights of these connections to these fandoms personally like i i definitely agree with like larger communities can be like very taxing in multiple different ways and just as like you change like as a person like through creators work and just i guess nutrients is a good word the nutrients that you kind of like glean from the content and the community and stuff like that it can be you learn things about yourself that is just like okay this is my limit or like
like time can pass and it's like I don't really feel this like as much as I used to that's not to say like the whole like experience in that case was like a regret or anything because it's very much was not and has done a bunch of good but it's like in that case you kind of have to decide for yourself well what am I going to do now should I like move on or should I still try to navigate this space to the very end and I think it depends on the person and it differs from person to person and the situations but um personally like when things start to get too taxing I guess after a while at least like specifically with the Game Grumps case I came out of it like a very worn out tired boy <laughs> like <laughs> I, I had multiple aspects like I feel like I didn't feel very good about my art and like I feel like I didn't relate as much to the content as like I did coming in which isn't a bad thing because people change over like the years like that's the job of like being a human like you will change there's no bad thing about it but in those spaces it's just like you have to figure out whether it's going to be best for you to kind of like get on the road and move on or try to ride it out as far as it goes if you're still relating to that content and interested and I think an important thing about that is if you do choose to kind of like go on your way and say and kind of like tie it up in a little bow and be like okay this chapter we're putting an end to this one right here chief is figuring out yourself kind of out of it out of that space where do you fall on like the map like who are you now and it's just can be hard to kind of navigate when you're very used to being a part of a community for like such a long time and like i've definitely felt kind of like lost and sort of aimless during that I feel because I had grown so used to creating beat after beat after beat just at a very fast rate over the course of like gosh I think it was like around three years in total and I remember like going over like all of my files and everything sort of at the end of it and it was like well over like 11 tumblr pages of stuff and it was just that kind of like shift in both like sort of oh well my interests have changed and also I'm not drawing as much as I used to and the things I do draw are not what I used to was kind of like a culture and I identity shock sort of but I feel like it was equally like as important to like figure out whether like I was still identifying with that content or not because it's learning about yourself and like you have to figure out who are you where you stand like where do you stand and also that like in those sorts of situations where you're in a community and you're making a whole bunch of stuff you are still you even if your interests have changed like you still have value as a person and as an artist like outside of that community and I feel like that's something that often has to be learned through experience because it can be very hard to like get those thoughts and like that discovery otherwise and so I learned it more so through experience and it was certainly super rough but also I feel like it helped me grow a lot once I figured out how to like climb out of that sort of like issue I think that's also like that's something that you have to be aware of if you are like me and you will go hard and fast and <laughs> into something i see i went too hard and i nearly <laughs> i nearly died but um but yeah i guess that's uh that's kind of like the other side to like fandom and community and being a creator in these spaces is that i mean i've also seen like a, a bunch of people in different sort of communities and fandoms just do a bunch like rat-a-tat-tat a bunch of output and kind of i mean some have like moved on and transitioned great and then some are will also like figure out oh god 
gosh, yeah, I, I'm not sure what to do after that. And I just have to navigate that for myself as well. And it's, it's kind of something that you don't really think about until like you find yourself kind of at your wit's end and super burnt out. And you're like, I didn't think this far ahead. I just, I just <laughs> wanted to draw the boys as Garfield. I didn't think that far ahead. Yeah, I, I liked what you said about nutrients because I, I think that is sort of what happens that a place can be really nourishing, but it's like putting a plant in a pot. Eventually the plant's going to outgrow the pot and that's not the pot's fault. And I mean, it's not really the soil's fault. It's not really anybody's fault. It's just what happens that you, you maybe get to a point where you're ready to move on. There was a, uh, somebody on Twitter who I've, I've not been able to find this quote to now credit them for it, who said that you you shouldn't shrink yourself to, to fit places that you've outgrown. And I think that was extremely important advice of, you know, sort of being grateful for what a community has done for you, but knowing when to move on, because otherwise you're kind of choking the growth of the other plants in the pot, maybe. That's an incredible quote. And that just like nails it right on the head. You shouldn't shrink yourself to fit in a pot that you found maybe a couple of years ago or however long ago. It can be shorter, it can be longer. It's like a hard lesson. It's rough for sure, but it's also something that by learning it, you gain so much growth and sort of like mindfulness of yourself. And then entering into like different spaces in the future, you know your limits and you're much more aware of your relationship to the content that you're consuming. And you know how to kind of like navigate it in a sort of like, I don't want to say better way, like a more mindful way, maybe. This stuff can happen over time and everything. So it's not necessarily your relationship to this was like twisted or anything. But I think pacing yourself and kind of just like thinking about what your nutrients are and what your relationship to these nutrients are and how you proceed with them and how you hold yourself and how you identify yourself are important things to acknowledge and be aware of. And you only learn this awareness and acknowledgement as you traverse through these different spaces and like learn these lessons. Yeah. And your ability to, to sort of fertilize the community around you too, because I think if, if you get to a point where you can't anymore, you're not a positive presence in that community. And, and that's also not not a good thing. And it's like the communities themselves are larger than like what one person can do. And that's honestly what makes them so beautiful. Your spot in the community, if you're also like a creator, is not circled around like what you can do or what you can make or what any sort of like superficial thing. It's more like the community is like a garden and you're you're a carrot. You're really good. You're like a really delicious carrot, but there's all the vegetables are delicious. <laughs> like you all complement each other and like you being a very delicious carrot doesn't detract from how wonderful and beautiful the garden is. And it's just like it's just like a sick garden and you're there. <laughs> it's a really good analogy. I really like that i want to ask this because it's something that i think that i've personally dealt with or, or not dealt with but like have just kind of noticed in my own relationship with like making content or making art that is inspired by or directly relating to someone else's work how has creating in that way you know whether it's fan art or what have you has that changed your relationship with like the stuff that
that you like? Or has it like deepened that relationship for you? Or does it feel different? Like, are there things that you watch or listen to that you don't make fan art for? And like, do you feel like those are different in any way? Oh, there definitely is regarding my interests and things that I make sort of like fan art for. I feel like despite kind of like my loud and rowdy personality online and like how forward I am with like producing fan art of certain things, there's a lot of things I enjoy passively or more quietly not out of like preference of like oh i don't like this thing as much but i feel like i i enjoy most of my interests passively and they're just kind of spread out everywhere like i'm really into disco i'm really into jimmy buffett and ghost adventures i'm really interested <laughs> in all of the earnest movies but <laughs> i haven't like drawn fan art of them partially because I have old bones and like I don't have as much energy as I would like but it's like there are things that I can enjoy passively and just I super appreciate them and I wouldn't be the same person without them. I've thought about this before too because like I'm not entirely sure what compels me to draw fan art other than I find myself in this space and I want to express this gratitude with my Kamehameha hands. But um, when it comes to like partaking in the act of drawing fan art and how it affects my relationship with this content that I'm drawing fan art of and the creators in turn that I'm drawing fan art of, it might come through in that like when I do draw fan art for a specific thing, I get very self-indulgent about it. I know like I say like as an artist, like I largely don't take into account any sort of like I don't feel like a, a skilled person whatsoever. I feel like three dogs in a trench coat. But <laughs> at the same time, I acknowledge that I'm a person that if I wanted to make Space Jam with the Try Guys in it, that I could draw that and it could be there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And in, in, in that sort of sense, it's just like, I can funnel in my interests, like say, oh, uh, this was a really great bit from this show I'm into. I'd love to kind of like translate it into this space or I really love this song by this indie band that I like. I will in turn translate it into this space because it feels like it's also like a part of me and I'm sort of, it's a part of the process. Like I just like shove it through like, like those pasta makers, like when, you know, <laughs> or those, yeah. like a pasta maker. And so in turn, I guess everything that I enjoy passively, at least in my case, ends up finding its way into the fan art arena somehow whether it be for a certain piece of content or something original and when it comes to the relationships surrounding that it's gone in places where i honestly did not expect it to i don't have very much foresight i am a simple man <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> Even when it's something like I want to draw something funny from like this recent episode, uh, I'll draw it and I'll be like, man, that was funny. I made myself laugh. That was great. And then, you know, if they notice it or something like that, they're like, hey, thanks. I'm like, oh, God, no, wait, no, <laughs> wait, <laughs> I didn't think this far ahead. And it's like, while it's like a very like happy moment and like something I'll like look back on fondly when like days are rough, I'm also very much like, oh, um, wait, um, no, wait. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> and it's led to some genuinely like very nice interactions and very nice moments and like even back in the game grumps fandom it led to some very wild times like somehow i ended up visiting the grumps space somehow and i was like oh 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 <laughs> they're like hey you want to come by and i'm just like oh does it does it always surprise you when that kind of relationship that you're used to being largely one directional of you sort of receiving what they're giving i guess uh, when it reverses does, is it always a surprise is it always a shock every time literally every time because <laughs> like largely like i just i think of myself as like someone that can like make things and sometimes those things are funny and like honestly like the intent in mind whenever making these things is just like well i mean not only are we like celebrating this like with the people in the community and it's like it makes me really happy when they're happy but like even in the off chance that like the person that makes the content that this is about like sees it if it makes their day happy for at least like a moment like a minute even that makes me really happy because it's like when you think about online spaces and how cruddy that they can be sometimes out in the wild with like how bad humans are there are so many like awful words just floating in the void of even like some of the content that like you enjoy the most so I like I figure it also like works in the opposite where it's just like if I'm putting out like one modicum of good at least if this makes someone even like a, a tenth of happy that like the content that it's about has made me then i've done my job and i've used these hands for good so from there if that gets acknowledged and they're like hey cool i'm like i did not think this far i really genuinely did not think this far and i'm just like someone who makes things like i'm just like your local ghoul like <laughs> that that yeah. might yell in your discords to, like sometimes about like you know eggs and slimer and whatever like <laughs> I'm very, I'm very warmed and very appreciative that you're kind to me when you genuinely did not have to be. I never hold any sort of expectation for these sort of things. So, like, I feel like I could be, like, a hundred years old and, like, it could happen to me and I would just, like, die in my wheelchair. <laughs> and it's like, well, there we go. She's gone. She's gone. Without spe seeing Space Jam 3, she's gone. <laughs> I try to live very earnestly and just kind of try to be like at least like a, a pretty good human so i mean like when when these things happen i am just very shocked every time and i just try to type out like a very what seems like a relatively normal response of like hey thanks man <laughs> and not just like have my soul leave my body and i think too there's there's something to be said or, or what i find interesting is this difference between and it's not a it's not a value difference in any sense but this difference between actively participating with something you enjoy and passively just kind of like you know taking it in is that you know and i think it's especially with stuff like people who make stuff on youtube and podcasts and there's something to be said about art that kind of holds the door open for you and says like hey come into this space with us instead of just being like here is the thing that i made and and, and again there's no value judgment either way on on either of those things but it's just definitely like like i've just been sitting here thinking about the relationships that i've had with stuff that i've created fan work for or you know have been just like in some way inspired by and wanted to talk about it like there's something that makes me feel like that is like i'm being invited to, yeah. to come in and and express that 
Yeah, it definitely carves a space out for it. And like, especially with when it comes to like YouTube stuff and podcast stuff, like you were mentioning, the accessibility of that at any time is just mm -hmm. incredible. Like I listen to a bunch of podcasts at work and they honestly get me through the day so much. Having that accessibility there that you can just like dive into is amazing like same with youtube when it comes to like holding the door open and just like making stuff and having it be like you know on opposite ends of an exchange one not more valuable than the other or anything i i had the thought i think it was like a few days ago where i thought back on when i was a kid and i was just you know i don't think i even started drawing yet but i would watch all of these cartoons and like anime and whatnot like i would like daydream about like being in these settings and like having being like a cartoon myself that's always sort of like stuck with me all the way up till now and like even now like i'll develop like a sona of myself that i draw doing like ghoulish activities and it's just it harkens back to like the childhood sort of like wish that like man i wish like i could see myself like that and i feel like a lot of people have that wish but not everyone is an artist in that capacity. So it all, like a little bit, it feels like when you're creating these things and you're giving people like this life and agency and like 2D, it feels kind of like you're allowing them to have a little bit of like this dream too, like a little bit of that childhood dream. Like, hey, like come in here, like you make things that like I love and like I know I can't do much, but here, let me let, me let you in here too. Like, here it's coming to this really cool like anime room where Saga the Hedgehog has a bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little forgotten joy, I guess, and I feel like that's kind of partially why like it's kind of like a universal sort of like good happy feeling, I guess, when it comes to like having art out in the space, especially for like mm -hmm. things you love, because it's like you're kind of like holding that little door open for them, saying that like at least if like with my hands I can like let you in on like the those dreams too that you might have had and that makes me really happy do you think that that uh having this kind of bleed that we're talking about between fans and creators and the act of creation somewhere in the middle of this venn diagram has that affected you as a creator when you're not doing fandom stuff do you do things that are that are original that are yours oh yes i do like i feel like that sort of venn diagram has made me think a lot when it comes to like creating original things and just like nurturing my original characters and it's it's interesting because i feel like it's widened my scope for like how i interact with said characters and how i think of them and how like others are involved with them i guess i think being in these spaces have in a strange way like made my characters more i'm not sure what the word is i don't know if accessible is the right word but i guess i think more about like going from like a single lens scope to like a double lens scope and i'm doing like a i'm doing a motion which i realize is bad <laughs> podcasting but um it's definitely made me uh look at my own characters in a, in a different light and their relationship to others when they're out there in a different light and explore them in ways that I haven't I don't think I would if I was on my own like my solo influence like before all the fandom stuff like I think about like how they exist and how they're like perceived by others and how open and accessible they would be as opposed to just it's made me cherish them more and also want them to be more open I don't know like if there will ever be a time where anything I do will be as wild and well received as like 
the good humans whose content I enjoy. But it's made me like think about if I were the creator in this case and the people who would interact with my work in turn, maybe they would interact in the way that I did, how to view that scope from kind of like the other side or like a bird's eye view. And it's made me realize, because I get pretty self-conscious sometimes, like I get excited to like draw things and draw funny ideas and like whatnot and get that gratitude spirit bomb out. But sometimes I stop and I think, I really hope I'm not overdoing it or like I really hope I'm not overstaying my space, like my, my stay in the space or like what if mm -hmm. this is too much and kind of like turning my brain around and looking at from the other side and looking at that bird's eye view uh, has made me sort of realize that like I shouldn't worry so much because if someone were coming to me with that sort of intent of good and like modicum of good and sort of just making something because it earnestly affected them and they loved it as such and they were worried about maybe taking up too much space or whatever which is silly by the way but i mean your brain can be weird sometimes when you're doubtful i wouldn't lodge that as like a worry at all especially seeing how in both fandom spaces and original spaces how people can sort of with bad intention of course like sort of just you know people being rude on the internet or kind of just like leaving disparaging words or whatnot and that's like you can tell like that's not good that's not something that you would particularly enjoy as a creator or as like another person that's enjoying these works and so like thinking about that as like the creator in the situation like looking between someone who is being kind of like a goober and like someone that's earnestly making something in response with their feelings or just like is otherwise just like enjoying their time in the space i realize that there's not so much to worry about after all and that like your brain can really over worry and overthink in some t in some spaces and sometimes it's like you're in a good space surrounded by good people celebrating something good and sometimes your brain is like doubtful of like how do, like do you belong there like do i deserve this am i somehow tainting this experience for myself or for others because this is such a good space and it, like everything's good so something must go wrong logically mm -hmm. and it's like when you view it from the other side like looking at this person's worries it's silly and they're not like lodged in any sort of like foundation or reason it's just like bad brain being bad brain so it's it's led to some interesting introspection that i found helps me navigate spaces both on the original side and also on the fan art side yeah, I yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have I don't have words. I don't have a follow up. I I don't even want to say anything. I I think I think you wrapped it up really beautifully there. Oh, thank you. You really like encapsulated a lot of those really important ideas. Normally, I would sort of wrap up some things of like, "Hey, how has this affected you?" Like I think yeah. covered like all of the standard wrap up questions. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I think I I have one slightly, which may, might mm -hmm. be a difficult question, but like normally we've we've asked people to sort of advertise the thing that they've brought. I guess would be, you know, if you had to kind of sum up really quickly, but I, I think that you have pretty much summed that up. So if you were talking to someone who was nervous about getting into a fandom community in a more active sense, in whatever, whatever way that meant, in whatever community that was, have you had a seminal moment, do you think, in one of these communities that out of all of it, 
has been the most influential to you as a person that you would want to tell someone who was uncertain? Oh, oh, that that is a tough one. For one, I would definitely say do it. I know like in this situation where it's just like there's a lot of people or like you're nervous about like even stuff like, but what if no one likes it? Don't worry about that. Make the thing. Do the thing. It will lead you on an unexpected path that will honestly enrich your life for the better. I'm trying to think of like a specific moment that would be like a uh the one. It's very hard to pin, but I think that also lends itself to the message that you're going to have a lot of really wonderful, really incredible moments with so many different people and that how you view the world and the size of the world to you will just like open up and you'll find yourself going through some incredible growth and going through like some incredible times that normally couldn't think could happen it's really kind of like a magical thing that one person or multiple people can just open up your scope like that and just kind of show you what life can be and you'll find yourself on the other side of something an amazing phantasmical beast and wonder how you got there it's beautiful and it's hard to fully describe what your journey will be like in words but do the thing. You have to do the thing. No one can do it for you. You have to do the thing. Draw your faves as Keenan and Kel and put them in the milkshake machine. You have to do the thing. <laughs> and I hate to say that I have done that too multiple times. I am a ghoul. You're a gift. Thank you. I feel like we could talk about this for hours and hours, but unfortunately we should probably wrap up some kind of limited amount of time. So I will say thank you so so much for coming on and sharing this with us this was an incredible conversation yeah thank you thank you guys like you're you're both wonderful and just it's i've had like so much fun even though like my brain is like a turnt peanut i'm so sorry <laughs> like my thoughts just go and then they you find yourself in a different place. <laughs> They're good thoughts. But I had the best time. Thank you guys so oh, much. I'm so glad. Where can people find you online? Anything you want to plug? Uh, this is your space, so go for it. Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at AntsTheMonsta. Uh, I post art and I also post about how much I love chili <laughs> and drinking coffee. And uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Onsta with two A's. And as for plugging stuff, what should I plug? Should I plug my four gremlin boys? <laughs> it's, it's whatever you want to do. So yeah, go for it. Well, you know what? Sub to the Try Guys on YouTube. <laughs> They're very funny, very all-inclusive, hilarious boys that try literally everything. And they love to turn into little little goblins right before your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much again. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for listening to Guilty Treasures. You can follow us on Twitter at TreasuresCast. If you have questions or comments, hit us up there or at our email, guiltytreasurescast at gmail.com. Or send us the silliest thing you've ever made for a fandom. If you have a moment, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. And if you like this show, tell a friend. Or just create a collage of your favorite things to use as a vision board. Until next time, let the dragon in your heart be happy.